0: That's why every car we sell is CarMax-certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Welcome to the Science of Success. Introducing your host, Matt Bodner. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to another bonus episode of the Science of Success. As you may have gathered already, this is not your usual host, Matt Bodner, but rather producer and sometimes co host. Austin Fable we're here to do a little special episode for you. With everything going on in the world today, we thought we'd do a little something off of our beaten path. I myself personally have not left the house in about 10 days. Now, don't worry, I'm not sick or anything like that, but My wife and I have a young child. We've been very careful to make sure that we we heed all the warnings and the the regulations put in place by not only our our federal government, our state government, but also our local government as well. So having spent 10 days inside now, I've really been kind of through the gambit of of boredom, extreme, extreme, crazy, busy in business. But really, when you don't leave the house for a certain amount of time, it's very easy to kind of have the days start to bleed together, right? And slowly your habits kind of fall apart. You know, you're used to being out in the world. You're used to having access to all these things like grocery, being able to go out to eat, have a drink with friends, meet up with friends in groups larger than 10. There's a lot of things that we take for granted when we're not stuck in this sort of semi-quarantine state. And there is a lot of news and a lot of information out there that I I highly recommend you look at around physical safety, best practices around washing your hands, covering your mouth, coughing, what to do if you start to feel sick in these times, even if it is just a regular flu or allergies, things you can kind of do to to make sure you're taking the proper precautions to not only take care of yourself, but at least our main concern – is other people, right? I personally am 30 years old, not necessarily in the demographic most at risk, but many, many, many of my loved ones are. So putting these practices into place, it's best to think about it saying, I'm not necessarily doing this for me. I think I'll be fine. I'll weather the storm. But others that I love may not be so lucky. So it's very, very important that we take these these precautions to heart. But the other side of things outside of the physical aspect of it is is this mental aspect, right? Right. This idea that the loneliness and extreme boredom and this lack of connection with other human beings that we might get on a day to day basis, and you know, we no longer have that. So I mean, there's a lot of of really kind of mental health questions popping up, and you hear about it a little bit on the news, but largely it's sort of unexplored. And so the focus of today's episode is going to be giving you a list of things that myself and Matt and our team have all been doing during this time where social interaction is not necessarily as, as accessible as it usually is, right? I mean, I love going out to eat. My wife and I go out to eat way more than we should. And, and it's been a huge adjustment coming home and cooking, but it's also been a huge blessing because I've always loved cooking, but a lot of times I won't make the time. So when I do have the time nowadays, you know, I'll try something new, which may not always turn out great, you know, depending on who you ask. But it's, it's something to kind of keep your brain engaged, do something a little new, and make sure that you don't really fall down that pit of boredom. So we're going to start off just kind of listing off some of these things. I highly recommend you implement, if not one, two, three, four of these things in your life. There are things that can be easily kind of missed when you're sitting at home just non-stop binging Netflix, but you know, get up, move around. One thing that was shared with me, with me that I thought was really interesting on a number of aspects, so we'll start with number one. One is... Start like a, it's a version of like a swear jar, but have it be like a quarantine jar, right? So like every time you do something good that's helping you move forward, whether it be these practices like washing your hands, you know, coughing in your shoulder, or even implementing like a little bit of exercise, a walk or stretching or anything that you're doing in quarantine or when you're, you know, social distancing, That's really helping you move forward or helping you not get sick. So anytime you do one of these little things like wash your hands, use hand sanitizer, wipe something off when you're done, clean a doorknob, put a little money in a jar, right? It's kind of the opposite of a swear jar. But then, you know, we don't really know how long, how long this is going to last. I mean, as of this recording, know, it's March 25th, you hear everything from just a couple of weeks to, you know, potentially months and months. So there's going to be, you know, depending on how long it takes, you might have a lot of money in there by the end of all this. And then take this money and when things do finally calm down, and that is something we really need to keep in mind is they will calm down eventually. But when they do, empty the jar. And what I want you to do with this money is something outside active you haven't been able to do in quarantine. This isn't money to spend on Amazon. This is money to spend on a concert you've been wanting to go to, you know, maybe in 2021 at this point, a fitness class, some sort of yoga, some sort of club you can join, or, you know, a nice dinner. Maybe by the end of it, you got a couple hundred bucks stocked up. You want to take you and your significant other, some friends out to dinner, go. But what's powerful about this is, It's giving you something to look forward to. You're not just stuck inside trying to figure out what's going on. By putting this money in the jar, you're saving for something that's gonna happen in the future that you can look forward to. And when you finally cash this money in, you won't be restricted with the same sort of precautions you're having to take right now. So you'll be able to really go out, enjoy yourself when it's safe to be outside again and, and be around people in close quarters and really indulge. But what's powerful again is the fact that it's causing you to think in the future to look forward to something that you're going to do with that money that you're putting away. that's compounding because you're taking these good practices now to keep yourself healthy mentally and physically. All right. Number two, this is pretty obvious, but exercise. I go to the gym almost every day and the gym has been closed now for a while. Oh, woe is me? I know, but what it's done is it's caused me to kind of look at, you know, what can I do at home? What do I really have at my disposal and how creative can I get? Right. So using just little bands or laying around doing a lot of body weight exercises. What can I do to get myself moving? Also, if you're not an avid runner, there's never been a better time to get into running. Right. So we are allowed to be outside. There's some sort of misinformation out there, but being outside is totally fine. Now, keep your distance from other human beings. But if you want to go outside and enjoy a nice run, a nice walk with some loved ones you've been with, or just by yourself, get out there, get some fresh air. Fresh air is proven to have a positive impact on your psyche. So get outside, don't run in a treadmill in the garage if you can help it, but get out, do a little walking, do a little running, something to get you out of the house and get your legs moving and your heart rate elevated. (laughs) Lastly, a previous sponsor of the show, and I can link to some of these resources in the show notes but is it. I personally am a huge fan of Onnit. They have a, a body weight six exercise series. It's a one-time payment. You get access to the videos for the rest of your life. And it's it's about an hour long per class. They're nice guided little body weight exercises. They also have kettlebells, clubs, barbells, things like that. But the body weight one right now, especially since I don't have much at my disposal at home, has been huge. Number three, do a little stretching. You know, I've been sitting in my at my desk a lot more lately, you know, diving in and work has been pretty crazy, fortunately for us, but I haven't been moving a lot. And I realized my knees started hurting. My back was starting to hurt because so I've just been sitting down a lot more than I normally would. And this also applies, you know, if you're watching Netflix, I mean, we're all going to be inside a little bit more. And sort of the natural way, I think most people relax is to be sitting down. So, Take some time every hour, get up and stretch a little bit, right? Stretch your calves, you know, touch your toes, move around the upper body, do some circles with your shoulders, but get up and spend some time really stretching. And you can actually make a game of this, you know, take a tape measure, measure how flexible you are now, and then every day, see if you can get a little bit more flexible, but it's another way, you know, if you don't have the time to get out, walk, or do some sort of hour-long video exercise, stretching is a great way to get that blood flowing and to really kind of make sure you limber up and you take care of your body. All right. All right. Number four, moving away from the body into like sort of the mental headspace, right? We talk a lot about on the show about meditation and meditation to some degree seems to be something that across the gambit from extreme athletes to business titans to FBI hostage negotiators, astronauts. Everyone's got some sort of meditative routine. And I'll also link in the show notes some med- meditation, excuse me, resources that we've got available, you know, free of charge, your disposal, so you can kind of get started. I know for me, one of the weirdest things when I sat down to meditate for the first time I was like, oh, I'm thinking about this, I'm thinking about that, and that's okay. Your mind is going to wander. Meditation is more about the journey to getting to the point where you can clear your mind of thoughts, really guide your thoughts into what you're grateful for, what you're looking forward to, and make sure that you command your headspace and focus on the things that are going to give you happiness and joy in life. And not only that, but keep you grounded in what you actually have. So take some time, explore meditation. Dan Harris has a great program for people that are just getting started. I'll link to that in the show notes as well. But it's a really good time to start meditating and sort of really taking control of that headspace before, you know, the, the loneliness and things, and even if it has, it can really help you kick it out of that. I mean, meditating, I always liken it too. it's like your mind is a room, right? And meditating is how you rearrange the furniture in that room. I think everyone's had the experience of, you know, oh, this room's just gotten dull or I don't like being in it anymore. But then you move the furniture around and you're like, oh my gosh, it's like a brand new room. Well, meditation can make sure that you always keep your headspace the way you feel about that new room. It's always new and exciting and somewhere you actually want to be as opposed to dreading being in your head. You know, people say when they're focusing on the negative, I think I'm just too far in my head. Well, let's change that. Let's make your head somewhere that you want to be. Okay. Number five, this may seem obvious, but it's worth mentioning, you know, relax. If you're going to be stuck at home, do some of those things that are self care, that you can do at your house, you may neglect like bathing, taking a bath, not the shower. I mean, I haven't had a bath in years and I had one with some Epsom salts a couple of nights ago, extremely relaxing, great way to sort of end the day after, after a busy day of kind of stressing out just in general. You know, take that time to sort of relax, sort of get into your space and really own the space. If you're moving so quickly, it can be really difficult sometimes to really take advantage of this space. Secondly, you know, read. I'm an avid reader, but I go through seasons. During certain, like three months of my life, I'll read nonstop. I'll read a half a dozen books. I'll, I'll just be cranking them out, and then something will happen, and all of a sudden, you know, when I have that downtime where I might be reading, I'll I'll turn on Netflix or I'll I'll find something else to fill that time. But take some time to just sort of you know put the phone on snooze on hibernate sit down, read. And lastly, I'd be a hypocrite if I didn't mention Netflix or some sort of streaming service. These can be great in your downtime. It's a great time to catch up on shows. Just don't overdo it. Sitting down and watching four hours of television a night is not a healthy practice. I would not recommend anyone partake in that practice. But if you are going to sit down and watch an hour or two or three of Netflix, check out their documentary section educate yourself. There's a lot of stuff, not only around brain science and very similar content that the science of success talks about, but there's some really just fascinating things about history and and recently even, you know, people that collect big cats is sort of the weird sort of underground crime that goes on there. But, you know, take this time to relax in your house, find things that you can do that are going to keep you out of this loneliness, feeling that can kind of onset, keep your mind busy or your body relaxed. Number six, journaling. Another topic we've talked about quite a bit, but this can be a great time to sit down and get your thoughts out on paper. There are a number of resources we have around journaling. Again, I'll link to some of them in the show notes. But for me, I found the most impact in gratitude journaling or what they call stream of consciousness journaling. So I'll wake up in the morning, I'll get a cup of coffee, I'll drink some water, sit down with just a pen and a notepad, and I'll just write what I'm thinking. Everything in my head, I'll just get it out. And as my brain starts to activate, I'll start thinking about things I have to do during the day. Okay, so this person is expecting an invoice from me. I need to respond to this person here. This person owes me that. I need to make sure they don't forget. I need this paperwork done by Friday. And as all those things are coming into my head, normally they might stay in my head and I might stress out about them for the next hour before I sort of wake up the kids, get the process moving for the day. But when I'm journaling them out, I'm taking them out of my head and I'm putting them on paper so they don't have to live in my head. So I've written them all down. I'm not stressing out in my head, but I can go back and reference that if I need to. And oddly, just because it's out of your head doesn't mean you're going to forget it, right? You're just not stewing on it. Also, we got gratitude journaling. I mean, sitting down and really taking account for your life, right? And think about you and your position in the universe relative to the world as a whole. Chances are, if you're listening to this, you probably have a better than most, even if it doesn't feel like it a lot of times. So take stock of the things that you're truly grateful for. All right, number seven, cranking right through this list. So new hobbies. You know, I mentioned home workouts. I mentioned long walks. Another thing, and again, all in moderation, right? I wouldn't condone sitting down and doing this for half a day, but video games. Video games can get a bad rap, you know, from like the general sort of media on a surface level, but certain video games are very great at kind of teaching problem solving abilities it's a great way to sort of get out of your mind and kind of go into another world for a little bit let the subconscious work on some things that are impacting you in our world and then come back with a fresh lens to sort of view those things from i also am a huge board game fan there's nothing i like more than hanging out with a couple of friends of course it would be virtually now and playing some board games right having a couple of beers getting into a s- intense game of either like Jackass or, or Monopoly. Cards of Humanity is great with the certain crowds. And I even love the phone. It's the flip game on your phone. I'll link to it in the show notes, but it's basically charades, which you can facilitate the whole thing through your phone. It's great, great fun. And it also brings you together. So if you are in you know, semi-isolation or social distancing with some people, it's a great way to kind of grow and strengthen those bonds as opposed to sitting around just watching TV. Also cooking. You know, life is busy. I enjoy cooking, but I will say I don't get around to it as much as I would like. And now it's been great to kind of have some time at the end of the day to really kind of jump back into cooking, right? You can't go out and eat if you want to. So get some groceries. You know, there are a number of pickup services, hopefully, in your area. You do go out to get groceries. Obviously, take the necessary precautions. But... Opening up a cookbook, Googling something online, trying to find a a new recipe that you can experiment with either by yourself or with somebody is is great fun. And it's a great way to kind of add to your arsenal of things that you can cook, maybe to impress somebody one day. You never know. Lastly, on new hobbies, at least ones that I've been kind of exploring is drawing, right? Right. Drawing really works your brain in a way that you probably don't work your brain on a really pretty common basis during the, the day. So it's going to be strengthening new muscles. So go online. There's no shortage of YouTube videos, you know, find like a cartoon from your childhood or something that you want to draw, just type it into YouTube. There are plenty of tutorials there, but give it a shot. It's actually uh, extremely relaxing and you know, I mean, it's art. There's really no wrong way to do it. So just dive in and start doing it. Okay. Number eight, you can start a blog or you can start a podcast. You know, there's no better time to do it than now. I mean, if you've got a lot of thoughts in your head or you've got a lot of knowledge you think would help somebody else, you know, go to Squarespace, go to WordPress, start a website and start journaling or start blogging and sharing that with the world, especially in the weekends. I mean, look, if you can't go outside and be social and and be around friends and enjoy lunches and dinners and brunches and mimosas, whatever it is, dive headfirst into a side hustle. There's no reason not to have a side hustle these days. I mean, you can't leave on the weekends anyways. So why not try to find a way to make money on the internet or at very least share more of your story. I've been seeing a lot of it lately, but people are kind of, you know, I've never seen them do like an Instagram live or a Facebook live. And all of a sudden, you know, around six o'clock, everybody goes live, right? It's just, it's a way for them to sort of interact in real time. And if there's one thing that I think, you know, may in some ways be beneficial when we come out of this is everyone's going to have adopted sort of more face-to-face tech like Zoom, Google Meets, go to meeting, like being able to find ways to actually see someone face-to-face even when you're not actually physically together. So go ahead, start a blog, start a podcast, and and we're here to help. I mean, I've helped hundreds and hundreds of people start their own podcasts. I could talk about podcasts all day. So if you need some help and a direction to kind of get started, feel free to reach out to us. My email address is austin at successpodcast.com. Be happy to help. All right, moving on. Number nine, decluttering, I didn't realize how much just absolute garbage I had laying around that I was never going to wear again, never going to use again until I was forced to really sit with it for a number of days, specifically clothes. I mean, I wear like the same 10 t-shirts, same, you know, half a dozen pair of pants every single week but I have a full drawer of t-shirts and sweatpants and things like that. So I really tried to take the Maria Kondo or from Netflix, like her philosophy of like, if you look at something and it doesn't bring you joy, get rid of it. And I'd expand that even further. Like it doesn't have to bring you joy, but it just brings you some sort of emotion, right? Like for me, I've got this old raggedy cut off t-shirt with no sleeves, right? It's from like, 2004 but it was a shirt that i wore when i was in high school athletics when i was like really putting in work and i was devoting myself fully into like wrestling and football and so it reminds me of that time right so i keep that shirt because if i'm really stressed out and i want to go have like a great day in the gym that shirt just by wearing it kind of puts me back into that mindset same thing with like Shirts that make me very comfortable, you know, like whenever you feel just kind of cozy, like it's wrapping you up or that are associated with good memories. It doesn't have to be joy. I definitely wouldn't recommend saving any clothing that you associate with bad memories, but go through. And if there's things that you're just meh about, it doesn't just pertain to clothes, it pertains to everything, you know, get rid of them. Donate them in a time right now where people may be needing new things, but take some time, declutter. And then lastly number 10 is is no video conferencing i touched on it already but i had a couple of friends of mine get together and do a a virtual happy hour on sunday of last week so literally they got together they all turned their cameras on they would grab like you know, a couple of bottles of, or glasses of their favorite wine, bottles of beer, whatever it is. And they kind of sat around and just caught up, you know, looking at everybody face to face using video conferencing, but in a way that we would do if we were in person. These are a lot of my friends from college, who I don't get to see very often. And it's something that, you know, really brings everybody together, but you can do what you would normally be doing if, you know, in our case, happy hour, but it can be anything, right? You can play chess, just make sure you move the board in the way that, that correlates with the other person's move. You know, no cheating here. Of course we played a couple of drinking games. <laughs> kind of remotely there, which was fun. But also, you know, I've got a friend of mine who who lives in another state who I haven't talked to in a while, reached out and said, hey, let's do a video conference on Friday. So, you know, already it's something that we wouldn't have done, but because of the restraints on us right now, we're doing. And I think really, even if it is virtual, having that face-to-face time really, really elicits a lot of emotion in you. And it definitely takes things to another level that you wouldn't get just being on the phone or writing up a long email or even writing a handwritten letter. I mean, it's it's amazing just by seeing someone's face, the amount of additional information that you can pull in. Well, you guys, that's all we've got. Again, this is Austin, the producer and co-host of the Science of Success, a little bonus episode for you. I know that these are a lot of the things that have really helped me kind of stay sane during this time. And of course, we're here to help. If there's anything that we can do, don't hesitate to reach out. We've got a contact form on the website. You can reach out to me directly at austin at successpodcast.com. Let me know if you've tried any of these things, how they worked out for you. And you know, again, our mission here is, is to unleash human potential. And if there is anything we can do to help in this time, don't hesitate to reach out. Until then, stay safe and stay healthy. And we'll talk to you soon.